Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special in Paradise, the most shockingly underwhelming (laughs) (laughs) finale recap podcast ever. That's about right. My God. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, this season is. Uh, I mean, there's there's always a drop off with Bachelor in Paradise towards the end, but boy, did they have a limp to the ending. <laughs> yeah, it was like a wet fart for sure. Yeah, a wet fart made out of Valium that just squirts straight in your face. Yeah, and you're like, oh, um, yeah. Okay, so full disclosure: during this finale, I was like distractedly organizing my apartment and like doing my nails and stuff because I didn't see any reason not to do those things while I was watching this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But my apartment looks great. So (laughs) that's all that matters really. So there's more than the show. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like I put together four bookshelves last weekend and finally got them. You live in that IKEA Billy bookcase life? Oh my God. They look so good. Did you see my picture on the social medias? Uh, No, I did not. But did you get IKEA Billy bookcases for real? Fuck yeah, I did. Yeah. They look great. Um, Of course they do. That's a beautiful bookshelf. Thank you. Yeah, I got the birch ones and they look really nice. You're so classy. And and I said, "Oh hi, it's it's just me, Belle, because every girl, um, every girl I'm friends with, uh, wanted that library from Beauty and the Beast, and oh, now I have it. Except I still need like one of those ladders. That's that's important. I I understand that desire. Uh, I've yeah. I've been replaying Skyrim, and I mm. built a house, and one of the wings I could build in the house was a library, so I built it." And then I was just like, ah, oh, shit, I don't have any books. So now I have the world's saddest <laughs> library. <laughs> oh, it's like the opposite of the Biltmore Mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that I spent the most time, this is more interesting than talking about the show. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, spent, <laughs> I spent most of my time at the Biltmore Mansion just staring at the library and asking the docent a bunch of questions about the library. <laughs> um. One of the questions I wanted to ask was, can I go sit in the library? But I knew the answer was no. So, um, but it's very cool. He like leather bound his uh, magazines even. That's impressive. I know. It was like very sexy. Anyway, so everyone should go to the Biltmore Mansion and look at the library and uh, visit the farm there because there's lots of goats. Yeah, I I would agree. 100% cosign. Worth a visit. Um, so I missed the first six minutes of the finale, but um, I think it was just about like Katie and Chris. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, uh, again, no surprise here, and it kind of plays out later, but uh, Chris, who has been on the show roughly 27 times, <laughs> is still confused whether or not it's time for him to settle down, which on one hand, yeah, you've known this person for like two weeks. On the other hand, why do you keep doing this to yourself and to us? We know how this is going to end. Yeah. The weird thing about Chris is like, I never remember him, but he's been on so many times. I feel like I should. 
Yeah, so, well, I mean, he doesn't really have a personality, and looks-wise, right. he's fairly generic, so it's easy to forget until he pops up again. You're like, oh, yeah, that guy who I have seen. Yeah. He's the definitive yeah. that guy. It's like when you watch a movie and, and Clint Howard's in it, and you're like, why does that guy look like fucked up Ron Howard? And you're like, oh, because it's Clint Howard, Clint who I have Howard. forgotten about. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> So I'm listening to it right now. And yes, I saw it chapter two and all that. And I'm, I'm listening to the book and it's like, it's like dairy. It's like you forget about it when you're not there. And then when you get closer, you remember, you know, when you're in it, you're remembering things. Mm-hmm. And Chris, Chris is like dairy. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. And then all the memories come flooding back, but, but none of them are remarkable. So what, what's, the what's the representation of our cosmic horror? Is it like giant spider Chris or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but it's not carrying balloons. I'll tell you that much. Every 27 seasons, Chris comes back to try and oh, find love again. <laughs> that's so true. And then, but instead of like, you'll float too, you know, he's like, you'll sink with me because I am an anchor who will not fulfill you in a relationship. No, see, this is already yeah. better. Why they should have just is, gone with the it theme? Yeah, they really should have. I mean, I think a lot of things could be improved by incorporating it because I've just been like, I've been surrounding myself with you know the forty six hours of that audiobook. So yeah, that's I mean, all I can think about. I, I was I was thinking about it because I saw it chapter two recently as well, and you know the only thing that stuck with me was. I would rather be dragged into a sewer and have my arm ripped off by a an evil alien cosmic murder clown than watch <laughs> Dylan and Hannah make out. So yeah. That's so true. That's so true. I mean, Dylan in a way though is kind of like Georgie in that he's asking for it. And uh Hannah is like Pennywise because she's a man eater. And I want you to change my mind on that because I don't think you can. No, I don't think you can either. Which, yeah, also PSA, uh, teach your kids not to follow voices that are coming from a sewer. How how would you not? I feel like if I was seven or eight years old, I would know better. You don't talk to sewers. That's just a rule. Well, he said, he said, remember, he goes, and it's in the book too. He's like, my my mom says I'm not supposed to talk to strangers. And then he's like, oh, well, I'm going to introduce myself and then we're not strangers anymore. So See, Pennywise but they teach you that one trick. too. Cause that's what they say. That's what they say. When the guy with the windowless vans, like I'll give you a ride. And then you're like, no, you're a stranger. And then he's like, oh, I know your mom or something. And then that's yeah. how they get you. This is all part well, of it. I think, I think they learned that in, I think we learned that in the eighties and nineties, but I don't think that that was a thing in the fifties when the book was first set. But then then the movie had set in the 80s. Anyway, we don't have <laughs> to get into it. Not important. Not important. Um, uh, but Hannah, I don't believe for a second loves Dylan. I'm sorry. I don't. No. And Dylan no. is and just my, yeah. blinded by I don't know what. But I mean, yeah, yeah she's pretty. Well, but come on, man. I think she's got the deadlights is what I'm saying. And... <laughs> Um, my parents are 100% convinced that Hannah loves Dylan. No, so no one loves anyone on the show. Shamed and stopped. Um, so Hannah's guarding her heart or whatever. And, uh, you know, cause she wants to get her family involved in the engagement, which, um, I get, but, uh, she's just stalling. Didn't we meet um, her family when she was on the bachelor? Yeah. 
Yeah, her family sucks ass. And yeah, she her gets family to, like, does... white girl rapping. She's meant to be well, with Cam. That's, yeah, 100%. She's meant to be with Cam. She is, yeah, she's, like, going way above what she deserves right now. Um. Anyway, uh, this is, like, when we're going to all the couples right at the beginning, you know. So Demi's worried, but she's in love. Um, and Christian feels very good about all of this because she's like pretty mellow and stable. Um, but she didn't think that she could have a future with somebody. And now she feels like she sees it with Demi and that's cute and nice. And I can't snark on it. Um, all I wrote about clay and Nicole was that clay is boring and I want this whole season to be over. Um, but clay, Clay is like, oh, I don't, I'm not 100% ready for this. Like, at first, I thought that everything was just going to kind of go along as planned when they came on. And then he was like, well, I don't know. And then Nicole's like, well, I don't feel good. And, um, you know, like, well, you should be ready. You should be ready for all of this stuff, you know. Mm. And and it's like, you've been together for five weeks. Like, I think he has the right to feel nervous, you know. And then he's like, I think – I need to take some time to be alone. And it's like, Oh, (laughs) that's not good. Yeah. That's never, you never want to hear that one. You hate to see it. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I kind of, I see Clay's side of things because it's like, he's just too normal and rational for the show. And it just plays bad for him. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But Nicole, I mean, like the thing that was weird is it was like, she's like, this all got taken away from me that, you know, she's like very black and white about it. And he's like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, you know, like I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm not saying no, but she's just like, fuck that. You know, like you've been taken away from me. And it's like, all right, well, and then Clay's like, I'm going to go drink. Um, (laughs) so that's what happened there. (laughs) Basically. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like, I don't know. How do you feel about how all of that went down with the two of them? Cause that was really, that was like the first like decision that was like officially made on this episode. Sure. I don't know. It's, it's hard because again, I'm of two minds on all of this because it's like the whole thing is contrived nonsense and you're not going to find your forever person in two weeks on a beach between like a dozen sexy people that happen to be thrown together. But also it's like, what do these people talk about? Because if, right. you, if you're really thinking, if you're going into this like, okay, I want to have a serious relationship. I want to get married. I, I would assume that after getting to know a person and making out with them a bunch in a hot tub, you would then move faster than you normally would into bigger like relationship structural questions like what do you want where do you see yourself uh, wh- you know where do you see us after this if there isn't us like wh- how do you want this to play out at least that's how right. i would approach it but sure. yeah or I, any I don't i don't person. or any rational person but rational people don't go on the bachelor so here we that's are that's what i yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, but I mean, I think it was weird. The whole thing was just kind of weird because he was like, well, I'm starting to fall for you. And I'm, you know, like this stuff is happening and there's forward momentum. And she was just like, forget it. It's over. You, you know, you did this. And he's like, but I'm trying to figure out like a middle ground. And she's just like, nope, 
So I don't really feel bad for Nicole is what I'm saying because I don't know. He's he's obviously the type of guy you need to be like really patient with mm-hmm. and she doesn't want that. So maybe it just like wouldn't have been good at any point. But she also wasn't like giving anything to the relationship. She just seemed unwilling to do that. So I don't know. Anyway, and then didn't she say something like, now I know how Angela feels. It's like, ugh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, so so they're done with. Um, Oh, and they don't show up afterwards, if you noticed, um, after Paradise. Hmm. Their segment got cut. Yeah, which is a real testament to how boring this episode was because when you are the most boring segment on the the most (laughs) boring episode of Bachelor Paradise, I I would say to this date or of any Bachelor finale, this is the worst I've seen. Um, Yeah, that's really that's really saying something. I guess Clay came out afterwards. He was just like, oh, yeah, we you know, we we had a a discussion (laughs) about how I wasn't ready for things yet. Oh, you weren't ready for things yet. Sort of like how you broke up with your girlfriend shortly before coming to paradise because you weren't ready for a big commitment and to move in with someone. And then, uh, oh, look, the person you met, Katie, who is nice and a little naive, uh, it comes to find out that the exact same thing remains true two weeks later. Who saw it coming? Nicole. Nicole. I'm sorry. Nicole. My, my mistake. <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll I get, get, I get my heartbroken, uh, naive women mixed up and my douchebag yeah, men well, mixed it's, up. It's very easy to do. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, well, and it's like, oh, you couldn't do it after eight months or whatever it was, and now you're expecting to do it after one? I don't understand you. Um, yeah, that doesn't seem very logical. But again, there's no logic very, on this show. No, this show is, uh, th- yeah. Everything floats here, um, and you'll float too. Um, so, so okay, uh, Chris and Katie went to the fantasy suite, and the morning after, uh, uh, Chris's Chiron is verified grown ass man, which we know to be false later. But anyway, um, so oh, so I my prediction before they started doing like the speeches with each other was that they weren't going to get engaged because that didn't make any sense to me that they would. Um, so I didn't write anything down from what they were saying. And I don't, I still don't think it matters, but I am very surprised that he proposed. I was like shocked. Um, and then the audience screamed. So they were also shocked or told to do that more like, um, and so that's that's our first engagement in paradise. Um, and I have a theory that they now require three engagements per paradise, but uh, we'll get into that as we go along. Because um, there were three last season as well. Um, and I think there were three this season before. So I'm just kind of thinking maybe uh, this is part of it. Um, so, so on Dylan and Hannah's like morning after... Dylan starts talking first. And then I was like, oh, does this mean Hannah's going to break up with him? And I got like very excited about it. Mm-hmm. But no, no, he proposes. And for some reason, she's surprised, uh, which makes no sense. And um, once again, yeah. the MVP of the show is uh, whoever's doing the editing, because uh, I mean, we saw this with. Uh, Colton and, and jumping the fence. And now we're seeing this with the finale of Bachelor in Paradise because for the past like two and a half weeks, 
literally nothing has happened. And the only way that they can manufacture drama is through careful editing and like music stingers that make you think that, oh, no, here comes a breakup. Oh, no, here comes a fight. And it's just yeah. it's all nothing. And then you're like, oh, nothing happened. And this is lame. And they're they annoy me. OK, so so that's what happens there. <sighs> um, then, OK, Christian and Demi, I cannot. Um, I cannot be like sassy about, I guess, cause I thought it was very sweet and I thought the whole thing was sweet and, um, Demi proposes and they're cute mm-hmm. and I hope they work yeah. out. And, is is yeah. Demi hopelessly insecure? Yes. Are they probably doomed? Of course. Uh, is it unfair to, you know, set up a recently out queer woman on television to, play through her fresh first uh, lesbian relationship uh, on national television. Yes, of course it is, but at least it's, it's, you get the warm fuzzies hits you right in yeah, the feel spot. I still ship them. So it's fine. Um, <laughs> and then, and, but the one thing I thought would have been even cuter is if Christian had pulled out a ring then for Demi. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't. Well, and I was so hoping too, cause I, was, I saw her in the pantsuit and I was like one great pantsuit. Okay. Yeah. Two, I hope that nice thing one. has a pocket with a ring in it. Yeah. I really thought she was going to pull one out too. I was like really surprised that they only did one there. Uh, that was lame. Cause like, have you ever seen those videos where like, where like two girls propose at the same time and they were both planning on doing it on the same day. Oh yeah. There's, there's a really good one oh, where they go, I, I forget where it's at, but they go to like their favorite place and the one girl gets down on one knee and the only, the other one's like, Oh my God. Then she like pulls out a ring out of her bag and they both get down. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. very heartwarming. Yeah. Like that's really good. And I was kind of like hoping for a moment like that, even though it's like, well, they obviously know, you know, it's not like, Oh, how were you to know that this was going to, you know, but it, but it still would have been cute in that way, kind of. And then I was like, bummed that they didn't each have a ring and i was like that would have been cooler if they had two rings uh, but anyway that was cute um all right so now let's just get to the after part because there's not a lot to talk about here either no, really nothing i mean okay i'm so tired of the jordan and christian stuff that's it sucked yeah it was really dumb it's a lot of, lot of male posturing by two garbage people. And also, Jordan yeah. has somehow, I don't know how this has happened, probably because he's so just absurdly over the top that he has. there's a magnetism to his stupidity and I want to see him on TV, which is fine. But also, people seem to be getting this corner now and they're like, yeah, Jordan, we like him. He is good now. It's like, no, he's still trash. No, <laughs> yeah. We've just grown to good. enjoy his entertaining cr- trash even yeah. more. Yeah, I'm kind of over it, though. The whole thing is stupid. And I didn't notice until and I must have been like distracted or something. I didn't notice until they like recapped everything, how much he really slammed Christian into the ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, whoa. Um, Yeah. Get him out of here. Like, okay. question. Was Cam even on stage? Uh, Yes, he was. He talked briefly about like. It was something weird. It was just like, oh, like, don't control women and don't do this. And he basically was standing out his fucking uh, his soapbox preaching about all the things that he has done that are bad. And then someone was just like, I think it was Mike was just like, hey, don't you do all those things? And then he looked really oh. embarrassed and stopped talking. 
Oh, great, great, great. Okay, I remember why I missed that part now because Walter, my dog, really needed a walk. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he was whining at me and I was like, this show is nothing anyway, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to take him. So I, I knew I missed a little bit of like the after yeah. show and, stuff. And I almost missed and that, that too missed. because especially during the boring episodes, I tend to fixate on other things. And during this segment, I was just fixating on how Christian, male Christian, fighting Christian, uh, he looks like like dollar store Kevin Richardson from the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> and I couldn't get that out of my head. So that's all I could think about. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. Um, I don't know who that's a compliment to. The answer is it's, it a, it's a compliment clear. to absolutely no one. It's just. Yeah, it's like, oh, but Ke- Kevin isn't. Mm, anyway, um, like AJ's the one who truly blossomed in that in that group. Yeah. And we can all be honest about that, even though we all thought Brian was the best one. Kevin it was clearly AJ. Kevin Richardson from the Backstreet Boys in his current form, which I believe he's like pushing 50. He just sort of looks mm-hmm. like like a, an old guy who used to be handsome. And now he's just done a lot of Botox and won't stop talking to you about his new DJ project. So, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I just feel I feel really bad that um Brian was my favorite one. Now that you see that, like, AJ's clearly the most handsome one, even though he's, like, you know, put on a few pounds. Mm-hmm. Like, he's obviously the best one. Um, and, uh, you know, Nick just has way too much of a fucked up home life to even get into. You just can't even – you can't even go there. Oh, yeah. Can't go there. Plus, he just filed a restraining order against Aaron Carter, right. who allegedly well, threatened to you? murder his unborn child. Uh, yeah, wouldn't you? Like, oh, I would Aaron too. Carter – is the most unstable human being ever. Also, Aaron um, Carter, absolute king, because after uh, uh, Nick put that out on, uh, he like made a oh, press yeah. release. Aaron Carter just was just like, oh, yeah, whatever, man. I haven't talked to you in four years, but LOL. <laughs> it's just like, what? Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, he was too, he was like too busy doing meth or whatever. So that's why he hasn't talked to him because. Whatever. Aaron Carter has he beat, serious he beat drug Jack and he invited us all to his party in the year 2001. So Aaron Carter, absolute king. Oh, I can't co-sign that. Uh, he also, <laughs> uh, two years ago in Detroit, actually it was Hamtramck, uh, uh, which is an offshoot of Detroit. He played a special Valentine's Day show at a dive bar called The Loving Touch. So Aaron Carter doing okay. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, we need to move on from this. I'm okay, sorry. So I'm, sorry. Really, I get, I'm getting derailed by the <laughs> the shittiness of this episode. Please dri- drive us forward. I could go on all day. Okay. No, I know you can. Um, uh, and I would let you, although there's a place I need to be later. So we have to wrap this up. Um, okay. So that was like, so the Jordan Christian thing was like one of the main things that happened besides like, where are the couples now? The other was obviously Derek and JPJ. I think it's despicable how much everyone's trying to cover up Derek's bullshit. Because <laughs> I think it's bullshit. I don't believe him for a fucking second. Yeah. And I don't get everybody who's like, oh, yeah, he seems like a good guy because he kind of looks like Jim Helpert. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Well, he does he have totally- this. He has a very like aw shucks demeanor to him. So it's and again, this goes back to the editing where. I mean, maybe JPJ has a point or maybe he doesn't because in JPJ's own words, 
I can't really like, you know, substantiate any of these claims, but uh, yeah. which not a good look, John. But, you know, is is Derek some sort of like Don Juan, like podcast bachelor Lothario person? Perhaps, perhaps he is. And I'm sure a lot of these guys are where that's what they do, because you get you get your 15 minutes and the vast majority of Bachelor contestants will never be seen on our television again. So all you can do is start a shitty podcast and look sexy on Instagram and slide into some DMs. That's all they're doing because they're sad people. But right. yeah, I don't know why you would openly share that, you know, um, or in Blake's case, bang every single person a week before they get to an island that you're stuck on. But uh, yeah, I, I tend to believe that, well, one, JPJ should not have blown up at a wedding because that's a bad look. Two, he should have probably handled a little more gracefully, especially when he's like, oh, well, yeah, I care about Tasha's feelings. Well, you know, maybe handle this a bit better. But at the same time, is Derek probably an Instagram fuckboy? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no he's doubt in my absolutely mind. a fuckboy. Uh, also, fellow podcaster Derek, uh, come on, Rose Plate Special, bro. Come on. Yeah, tell us why you're not it. a fuckboy. Yeah. Going to fuckboy <laughs> we'll defense listen. mode. Yeah, we'll, we'll listen. Um, it's funny because I was like, while you were talking, I was half listening. Uh, but I was listening. Uh, but <laughs> I was, <laughs> my life in general. <laughs> well, no, because I was trying to, I was trying to find, I read like a types of fuckboys uh, article last night. And I was like trying to find it. And the thing that sucks is uh, I can't find it because there's so many articles about the different types of fuckboys. <laughs> so I was like, many. I was like, I was like, I'm going to find it. It's going to pop up right away. No. Um, it's not because I can't, I can't find it. Um, but there's one that has some, cause I was like, Oh, what type of fuck boy? But yeah, you just call him an Instagram fuck boy, I guess. But then there was like the one I was reading last night was like, there's like the soft boy and you know, like all that stuff. And I thought that was really good, but I, I can't find it because there's just too many posts about different types of fuck boys. Uh, but yeah, he is one a hundred percent. And you know that he dated girls in his DMS and not that there's anything wrong with that, mm-hmm. but he needs I, to own up to it. Where is Derek from? Do you know where Derek's from? No, the Midwest. Oh, well, this, this is the other part of it too. <laughs> right? Now, some of these people are from like, you know, cousin kissing Alabama or whatever. And I can understand why sliding into DMS is alluring because there's not a lot of options where they're at. Yeah, he's from but, Waverly, Iowa. I knew I knew he was from the Midwest okay. somewhere. He's from that makes Frick, that makes sense. Iowa. Yeah. What else can he do other than slide into DMs at this point in his life? Really? Because well, the, I'm the sure thing he that drives me nuts is like, I'm from San Diego and I'm a fuckboy. It's like, how? You're you're like famous enough where you can get recognized, at least in the short term. You're good looking enough where you could probably sleep with any woman you run into in the short term. So just go to a bar, and if someone goes, are you Derek from The Bachelor? You say yes, and then you're fine. But Why he, go through the process of sliding th- into the DMs? Well, and I think he lives in L.A. at this point, right? I would imagine, yeah. He's probably I mean, got an agent. I, and yeah, I'm assuming he lives in L.A. now. Um, Although, Derek, a little bit of advice. Definitely lead with, I was on The Bachelor, not 
I have a podcast because then you just throw yourself into a pool of uh, every other man in existence in your age group. So, yeah, exactly. Like, what makes you special? If we can do a podcast, you ain't shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, I mean, I couldn't. I usually agree with my parents on most of this stuff. And I went to their house the day after the finale and had dinner with them and found that we disagreed on so many things in this finale. And it made me like physically angry. So <laughs> I, wanted I like to the idea them. of you getting into a, like a serious, like family conflict over bachelor yeah. opinion. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What are you saying? I was like, I, we can't even talk about this anymore. We can't talk about this. I have to, we have to talk about something else. Um, and we were celebrating something. So that really put a damper on things. Um, but anyway, uh, let's see. Oh yeah. This is when Walter had to go potty. I, I, I put a, I put a note in here. So it was between the Jordan and Christian thing and the Kalen, uh, stuff. Um, so that might've been when Cam was on, I'm assuming, cause I totally missed it. Um, but Kaylin's on, and she's trying to convince us that she loves vans. <laughs> she just loves living in a van. Nobody loves living in a van. You you love feeling loved, which yeah, that's about all you got. Yeah, she loves the van because Dean's in it, and he's giving her attention for now until he wants to live in a van by himself. Um, she's another one I don't understand. It's like clearly you have no standards for men and your number one defining feature that you look for in a partner is you're paying attention to me for five minutes. How has this been so difficult? How are you still perpetually single? Yeah, it's, Oh God. Um, <laughs> uh, so Connor, you know, he's doing okay. Cause like he's hanging out with Whitney and it's going well. So that's good. Um, good for him. Whatever. Connor's also, into warm bodies. Um, okay. Blake is really getting put on the spot on most of this. And I really, I also don't think Blake has a leg to stand on. And I'm really glad that everybody gave him shit. And I really am also glad that everything he tried to do to try to like clean up his image on Instagram didn't work. Mm -hmm. I am so happy. No one was buying what he was selling at all. Yeah. And I will say that I still believe that Cam is the worst because he he definitely has bodies in his basement. But Blake is the worst <laughs> in a different way. He's yeah. like the worst, like baseline man on this show because he oh, I'm I'm Bachelor Nation's golden boy. These things can't happen to me. It's like, no, man, it's called consequences. You reap what you sow. And you you made a bunch of dumb mistakes and your apology is oh wow i'm i am genuinely surprised that my actions can affect the feelings and opinions of other people and also i'm sorry but i'm only sorry that it hurts your feelings and also maybe i shouldn't have blasted you on social media by posting private text messages which is a really shitty thing to do and i figured there would be a backlash but i didn't think that you'd get death threats and constant harassment motherfucker have you been on the internet in the last 15 <laughs> years exactly what the fuck is wrong with you like he's like i had no idea well and then who was it was it dylan it was somebody who was like um you said to me that you were thinking about that before you posted it and then you posted it anyway. And I was like, mm, you're caught. Like, 
<laughs> like, and again, Blake is, what is he, 30, 31? You are well past the point where this kind of behavior can be like, I mean, it's always bad, but also as you go, well, he's young and he's dumb and he's a fuckboy idiot. No, you are you are in your 30s. You're going to start going bald soon. Your your little sexy man body is going to is going to deteriorate and no one's going to love you, but you should at least be smart enough to know that you can't behave the way that you behave. Yeah, it's so sad. And uh yeah, but I'm just I'm glad that no one was along for it because while I was upset that people were listening to Derek's bullshit, um at least most of his bullshit is is ultimately harmless and Blake is a piece of shit and does not deserve to look good at all. And this whole, well, I had to defend myself and they're like, why, you know, like you did, it's clear you did that stuff because he knows he did it and he admitted to doing it. He's just like, yes, I should not have slept with a bunch of women. This is a poor decision that I made. And I knew that all these people, you, you flew out to see Hannah, you bang Christina, you bang Kalen. You bang. I, I don't even know who else he banged. Yeah. Lord knows. Like Demi said, did he bang Chris Harrison? Um, possibly. Possibly. Yeah, I just, maybe not. Who knows? Um, I just but, picture him at, I don't know what stagecoach is, but in my mind, it's just an open field where Blake runs pantsless, just sticking his dick at anything he can. That's the kind of person he is. And when you do that shit, it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. Yeah, like I think Blake should watch Midsummer and learn something. That's all. Blake in a bear suit, light him on fire. (laughs) I wasn't gonna say spoilers. 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 Um. (laughs) Yeah, he sucks. He totally sucks, and everybody and and like the whole like. I do think, was it Jordan who said like the one redeeming thing where he was like, listen, if there's anything that I've learned, I think it was Jordan. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit. Maybe it was someone else. But it was like, if there's anything I've learned, it's that when a girl says like, you know, like that it's no big deal or they're not bothered, like don't always believe that. And that, and I mean, even though that's generalizing, it is pretty true, you know, or it's like, even if a girl is like anyone, I would say if you're like, sexually involved with someone and they're like, oh yeah, it's totally fine. I got to be casual. It's like, you can't believe that uh, a lot of the time and uh, you should investigate it more. And maybe they're just being cool because they don't know what else to do um, or how else to react to that situation. And maybe it's because uh, there's uneven power dynamics between men and women and women feel like they have to be the cool one, uh, you know, to like, whatever to keep up a certain image or or whatever like maybe think about the other shit at play here you idiot you would think you would think you would think but uh he doesn't think and that's the problem so let's move on from that whole shit show um let's talk about the the couples and and where they are now shall we let's let's all right um so Okay, we start with uh, Tasha, and she comes on, and you find out that she felt really bad about how everything went down with JPJ and the breakup and everything, and then she talked to her mom about it, and her mom was like, go after him. You go to him. So she went to him in Virginia mm-hmm. and uh, asked him out, 
Uh, it and was Maryland, and it wasn't just any town in Maryland. Oh, I it was Virginia. Sorry. Oh, uh, I, I mean, same, same thing, basically. I thought someone uh, said Virginia on the internet. Sorry. It's probably one of those like DC border cities. But uh, my favorite part is whatever town JPJ lives in, it's just like the, the city that made the British drop their crumpets or something. Like there's a big sign. That's, <laughs> that's the establishing oh. shot. Oh, my what? God. I miss that. Um, okay. But here's the deal. So they say they're in a relationship on the show. They posted something on Instagram and stuff. Reality Steve, I haven't brought him into talking about the stuff, and I haven't been w- looking at spoilers lately because I've been and wanting. It's to- not me. I'm not Reality Steve. No, quit sending us uh, emails about that. <laughs> yeah, seriously, stop it. Uh, but yeah, so he, um, I haven't really been keeping up with him, but it just kind of it, this kind of came in front of me, so like I couldn't avoid it. But he said that it's fake. Uh, that that they're lying and that their relationship is fake. And if that's true, then I think love is dead and there's <laughs> nothing we can do about it and we all just have to give up. So what's I mean, how does how does reality Steve establish? I mean, clearly he has sources, but how does one establish if a relationship is real or fake? I don't know, but he I know he's got sources. I don't know if he still has the same sources that he used to have because I heard from some people that he's like not as good as he used to be. But I I can't verify that because I have not been on the blog in a while, like I said. Um, So I don't know what leg he has to stand on here, but he was one of the first people to leak all the Jordan Jenna stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. So. I don't know. Someone said, Reality Steve says y'all are no longer together on, on Tasha's Instagram. She goes, well, guess what? He's wrong. Huh. And uh, I don't know. She's she's like, Reality Steve, who? Um, and the other question so- you have to ask is, is to what end? Like, what's the value of them faking a relationship? Do they want a well, spinoff show? Like what? Yeah, I think maybe there's something to that. I mean, because they're talking about, you know, oh, well, like, I think... JPJ might move to LA. It sounds like, you know, whatever, but he was also like an actor before this. So if anyone's going to like pursue that, he's going to make me like the least angry about it. I really don't give a shit. He does that. Good for him. Um, okay. So there's that. I hope they're together and I hope it's real and I hope they live happily ever after and have a million cute, like cute, smart, awkward babies. Love it. Totally. Um, so Katie and Chris, there was like a really good tweet that I saw where I, I'm trying to remember the meme, like the person who was who they pictured, but it was like, Katie, how's your relationship with Chris? And it was like someone who just looked really haggard and was smoking. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's like just looked completely just like beat down by life. And I'm like, that's how Katie feels right now. Here's 100%. how I see their relationship. So, I mean, whether you are in a romantic relationship or just a friendship with someone, or even acquaintance, someone you work with, someone I've known for 10 minutes. One thing I don't want them to do is, when my name is mentioned, I don't want them to break down crying and say, I've come to a darkness. <laughs> because yeah. that's that's not good, generally speaking. Yeah, I mean, listen, relationships are hard, but the good should outweigh the bad. And even in hard patches, they should. And even even in those hard patches, you should still have things to smile about. And uh, if you don't, uh, run, girl, run. Fucking run. 
What are you doing? And the way she's she frames it. She's is, like, I'm exhausted. I have nothing left to give. She really <sighs> makes it seem like Chris is kind of like emotionally abusive. Um, uh, that's uh, oh, that's how yeah. it's framed. And I'm, I'm not going to throw out allegations or anything, but it's like, damn, mm. dude. Yeah, uh, and he's like, this isn't good. He's just trying to save face. He's like, well, you know, it's a it's a journey and we're working through it. And she's just like, oh, my God, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. You know what? Getting dragged down the freeway by your nostrils uh, hooked to the back of a tow truck is also a journey. Technically, it doesn't mean <laughs> that it's something that you should engage in or something that you should continue to do when you have an out. Yeah. And like Chris Harrison is trying to save their relationship for God knows why. No, don't and, save uh, bad relationships. Yeah, like, what are you if doing? someone is shitty and abusive, the answer is fucking dump him. Leave, leave. And then I'll, and then he's just like, oh, you blindsided me. And she's just like, well, I had to tell the truth. Um, so Katie deserves a lot better. And uh, maybe she'll get better. Yeah, what's the, best, what's the best case scenario for him here? Oh, you blindsided me. Okay, so... Either you knew and you wanted her to lie on television about what your relationship is like, or you are so dense and shitty that you genuinely didn't know that she felt this way. And either scenario, you're an asshole. That's it. Either way, it's not good at all. Um. I just realized that I didn't talk about like the the former couples and the babies, and uh, we're going to continue to not talk about it. Um, yeah, Hannah and Dylan. Uh, okay, so so now we get to the happy couples at the end, right? We've got Hannah and Dylan and Demi and Christian, and I don't really have anything to say about either of these things except that it was nice that Demi got a ring. That was cute, and once again, I have nothing bad to say about any of that. So yeah. I, I I wish the best for Demi and Christian, even though I'm I'm nervous for them, and I think it puts them both in a very difficult spot where they have to be kind of like the golden couple for, I mean, yeah, the LGBTQ community, which isn't cool, and not something that they necessarily ask for. And so when it comes to Dylan and Hannah, I think uh, Dylan's going to lose everything in the divorce. Oh, a hundred percent. But maybe then he'll learn to. Um stand up for himself for once in his life oh, for God's sakes. Um, and, uh, last, but certainly not least, we're going to have to scream through another season of the bachelor. Oh boy. God. <laughs> My mom was like, I heard a rumor and I was like, what? And she's like, I heard that Peter's the bachelor. I said, I haven't read any spoilers. And she goes, well, I think that that's what we have to look forward to. And I'm very upset about it. Of course he is. There's Mike just sitting there. Golden yeah, God. he's like, I, I'm perfect. I'm absolutely perfect. But now he's dating Demi Lovato or whatever. Oh, they went on one date. Come on. But Okay, so it's not like Tyler and Gigi Hadid who have gone on several dates and vacations? Yeah, they're serious. Yeah, they're super serious. Um, Yeah, I don't know. So, oh, God, I just... Yeah, and Peter is, I mean... Of course, he's the bachelor. It's your safe choice. It's it's Hannah B 2.0. It's it's what you expect. Honestly, there's there's nothing. It doesn't it's I can't. It's hard to root for this guy. It's hard to root against him, but it's hard to root. for him. He's completely neutral. He's the Switzerland of dating reality shows. Um. 
to close, uh, I, I found an article in, in, on Cosmopolitan's website by Shannon Barber, um, who is who <laughs> subtitled it with Sure Jan <laughs> about why Peter was the next bachelor. Mm-hmm. And according to ABC, they said, oh, well, beca- it's because he has a job, he's older, and he has a great backstory. And we're all like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why he was chosen. It's just because he's, yeah. Mm-hmm. We all know I, why. Yeah, what's, his backstory is not that great. Come on. Yeah, it's because he's not. Uh, oh my God. And then they, and then they posted an Instagram picture of Mike, uh, hugging a tiny dog and cheesing like crazy. And it says fur homies are better than human homies. And it's very cute. God damn it. Um, listen, I would have, I would have been totally fine with, um, Garrett. Obviously, you know, I really liked Garrett. And he had a personality. I think he's funny. He would have been like a little bit more interesting because at least he had like some attitude and he made it farther. So out of all the people who like made it that far, I was I was obviously pro Tyler. I was pro Garrett, but I was not pro Peter. So this all sucks. I hate everything. Um, And now we have and now you're not going to hear from us until we're complaining about how much we dislike Peter. Mm-hmm. So your life's yep. going to suck for the next like six months. Yeah. So um, when is that coming back? January? January, I believe. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Unless we unless we decide to go um, to that bachelor tour or we do the book club somewhere in between there, which maybe we'll do. Yeah, we might. Yeah. You never know when yeah. a secret episode will pop out. Mm hmm. Bye. Peter, Peter, man or bowl of oatmeal. Peter, Peter, nobody gives a shit about him. Flies an airplane. Uses protection. We know because he's got condoms in his car.